Hi, everybody. This is Tracy, and I'm delighted you've joined me for this episode of Good Life Stories. I created this podcast because I believe we are all seeking connection, and what better way to do that than through story? So get ready. These stories are meant to suck you in. Welcome to Good Life Stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Good Life Stories. This is part two of my day of recording with Andrea Kohler. In this part, you are going to hear about the start of her um, company called Coloring, the Coloring Project, as well as its evolution into Coloring Broadway, and some of the brain science behind coloring. Andrea is a wealth of knowledge, and I can't wait for you to hear about her entrepreneurial journey, as well as some of the science behind why everybody likes coloring. Okay, let's dive right in. Hey everybody, welcome to Good Life Stories. I am back again for episode two with Andrea Kohler. And this time, very selfishly, we are just going to talk about how I met Andrea, what she was doing, what she taught me, and where the heck she is now, because I think this is almost more interesting than her last episode. Um, so Andrea, I met you at a success summit for women. I think we figured out in either 2015 or 2016, and I still tell the story about meeting you. Oh, really? Yes. Because I remember like that conference, like it was good. It was busy, but it was not busy. Like I wasn't connecting with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I came out, I think like during one of the speaker sessions to talk to you, cause you were sitting at a booth with your coloring books. And we started talking about coloring, just coloring period. Like what? And this was like, I mean, this was 2015, 2016. This was like so way before anyone was talking about coloring. And I share with them how you taught me about how to kind of turn off the to-do list in your head. I don't remember Mm -hmm. what it's called, but I've told people, you know, that if you're using your um, creative brain, your logical brain, and your kinesthetic brain, that you can turn off the to-do list in your head. And that's why people enjoy coloring. I have taught that to probably a hundred people since I met you. Because I've been able to explain to them that like that concept, and you can tell me like more about it. And if I got it all wrong, um, (laughs) how that concept for me applies to yoga. Hmm. It doesn't just like, after I learned that from you on coloring, I'm like, well, wait, where do these other things show up? And why do I, why do, why does my to-do list turn off then? And I just, that was like groundbreaking in my life. So like, I can't wait to have you like share like where that comes from and the science and like, then like all that you've done with it since then. So will you tell me like what the name of all that actually is? <laughs> so A, I'm just flattered that what I shared, you know, offhandedly at the BAM success summit in 20, I think it was 2015, 2016, who knows? Yeah. Um, I did have my coloring book then. So that was, that was published. Um, But so a little bit, a quick backstory is coloring was something that was erupting on the front in like 2013, 2014. Mm -hmm. And I came to it and I was not, I was not super creative in that way. I've been a dancer my whole life. um, So my creative 
my creative expression comes out in, in bodily movement, which is lovely and, um, and wonderful. But I always had that, like, I just don't art. Like I can't art. <laughs> I get art. art. Yes. And that's a whole other conversation for like what yes. art is actually. And so with coloring at some point in 2014, 2015, I grabbed some coloring pages and I was like, what is all of this stuff? And I sat down to color and like three weeks later I had multiple pages and multiple books done. And I had had so much fun and so much calm that I was like, all right, what is this? Right. Like, so my brain yeah. got going on, like, why did I suddenly become obsessed with doing this thing? And so then that mapped to a lot of the work that I have done in, in the self-awareness, self-discovery sort of arena to understand what's underneath Neath some things, and one of the things is Mikhail uh, Mikhail Chismanskahali, I believe is his name, and how to pronounce it. I will get you the spelling because it's a it's a really hard name to. <laughs> That's pronounce. a mouthful. <laughs> it is, um, but he created a book and coined a phrase called the flow state, right? And the flow state is the state where you become enraptured in something enough that you forget time, right? You're so focused on, you're so present to what you're doing that everything else melts away. Yeah. And so coloring, and and there are, um, there are principles that he has outlined that tell you like, what are the, what are the things that are required to get you into flow state? Yeah. And I think, I believe there are eight principles. I can always only remember about four or five at a time, <laughs> but they have to do, you know, hello, re- reference to the ADHD brain from the previous podcast episode. Yep. But um, with that, one of them is it, you have to know how to do it and it has to be just beyond your le- level of capability but not so far beyond that it's preventative. Right. Right. And so with coloring, it's not, here's a blank page, draw a bird. Because right. I would be like, oh, no, hello, amygdala hijack. Hello, yep. like, threat response <laughs> that like challenges me in all of these places. And I know, just brain yep, shut just down. <laughs> I can't, I can't art. Um, and what it does is it gives you a scaffolding through which to dive into a more creative, um, task with, um, with creating coloring. So it gives you that framework that you can operate within. And I think that that invites you to do something that you might not have tried or said that you were capable of doing. So there's that side of coloring that brings you into flow state and in flow state, when everything quiets, and I love that you were like it, it, how, how did you say it about Stop the to-do list. You turn off the to-do list in your Turn head. off the to-do list. I love the alliteration because I'm a word geek. Um, <laughs> so when you turn off the to-do list or when you get into a flow state, what it does is it it funnels you. I mean, if you want to picture that funnel, right? It funnels you yep. into being present only to the thing that you're doing. Yeah. And it, and it enraptures you in that where you're not thinking about next Tuesday's to-do list. You're not thinking about what you have to do later on tonight. You're not thinking about the 75 emails that you know you have to call at some point. 
For example, I'm talking to you now and I'm not thinking about all of the things that I'm going to do after we finish this up. I'm just right. here present talking to you in this flow yeah. state. Who knows how long we've been talking, right? Yeah. So coloring has that to do, but it also part of what helps you get there with coloring, as you mentioned already, is it engages three different types of brain activity, your creative brain, your kinesthetic brain, like the type that's moving your muscles and your logical brain. As you're thinking about what goes with what it's kind of funny because you don't think about creative and logical going together, but they do right. Creative is like, Ooh, I could use this color and this color. And I want it to look like this logical comes in and goes, great. Which one are we going to use and how are we going to structure it? And when they're all working together, that within that flow state, it just creates this beautiful cognitive zone of focus. And that is also very relaxing. And what it is, is it's active relaxation rather than what we perceive as passive relaxation. Mahali, because I'm just going to refer to him on a first name basis. Um, (laughs) I believe he also had an article or an interview where he talked about the fact that a lot of the times we're so overwhelmed with life. It's so busy that we come home and we want to do, we want to relax. So what do we do is we, we, we scroll, we turn on Netflix, we watch Netflix and we scroll, right? Like, yeah. And, and these are passive relaxation, but still we're being entertained, but we're not yeah. active in it. We're not actually doing it. it. Whereas coloring or playing a board game or reading or doing something else is an active, it's an active thing, which in our brains might not feel like relaxing, but by engaging fully in something, it's actually more relaxing than that passive relaxation of four hours of Netflix and you still feel tired after, right? You make me think of like, you know, when you have an amazing book that you just don't want to put down. Mm-hmm. That's that, that when I think of that, like, oh yeah, that's, that is so relaxing, mm-hmm. but I think of it as also just so exciting at the same time. You right. Know, you have something like that. Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing something like that game that you're playing with, a, you know, a game of chess, a game that you're playing with the family, um, even just a conversation at the dinner table or, or after like, or practicing piano or, you know, doing something that's at, you're actively engaged in versus yeah. passive engagement. So there's, there's something to be said about that. And then yeah. the other side of all of this is, when you do things that help shut down, turn off that to-do list, what you do is you create space for your brain to process all sorts of other things that it has been consumed with the to-do list and hasn't been processing, which is why people will wake up from sleeping and be like, I solved that thing, right? Because by being quiet, their brain was able to process and they wake up with the answer to the thing that they're doing. If you're in a place where you're trying to solve a problem and you're just hitting, you know, that wall and you can't think through it, you just can't make yourself see the other side. The best thing that you can do is go do something else that fully consumes your brain 
because it will quiet all of that stuff and let your brain do the processing that it needs to do the thing. If you sit and you try and hammer it out and hammer it out, you're going to continue to hit that wall. It's, it's the writer's block challenge, right? Um, I love it. And it's also, I love that idea though. Like, I mean, I was talking to, um, I've got a, it's really fun to listen to thinking about like the stuff we covered in the previous podcast and this one, um, that looking at that connection between mind body, you know, Mm -hmm. the, how do you, how do you activate the chemicals in your brain in the way you want to, you know, understanding that there are responses in your body that create a chem, well, all your responses in your body create a chemical response in your brain, but understanding you can manipulate that. Mm -hmm. But also understanding like just the idea that like, Oh, if I have writer's block, or even if I'm just stuck wanting to start something that I could go spend 10 minutes coloring, and I'm probably going to be significantly more ready to do that hard thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the reason coloring has really taken off is because it's so accessible to everyone. It's not something that you have to have a skill set to do. Yes. It might be something that you have to overcome a resistance uh, or like a mindset around again. Like I was like, I don't art. And a lot of people are talked. this is something children do. Yeah. Or I'm just not good at this. I suck at it. So it, it, provides, <laughs> it, it makes me anxious, right? There are a lot of people right. I talk to, right. they're like, this just makes me so anxious. What if I choose the wrong color? And I'm like, that's a great conversation to have in the bigger, like, yeah. span of things about like, what what's actually showing up for you? Yeah, why are that, you worried about that? Yeah. When, why are you worried? That show up in your life, right? And then, then that's the coach yeah. hat, hat in me. And I do... I loved the the connection that you just made between not just doing this because you enjoy it, but understanding that you can use coloring or something else yeah. to shift your brain, like to, to it, it, you said manipulate, but it, it's like to actively make a decision where you know you have the tools to say, my brain is just not going to do this right now. It is, yeah. I'm hitting the wall, so it is well, not yeah. possible. So yeah. how do I go do, like, it, it almost gives you permission to go do something else, make a different decision that's going to help. Even yeah. taking a shower. Yeah. Because what this, you know, one of the things that happens is when you do a non-cognitive task, which coloring is, it, it can be super cognitive as you're like thinking about what to do, but it also can be like, a mind relaxer and it's a non-cognitive task where you're not having, you're not having to make super, you know, complex. You're not making complicated decisions. Exactly. Yeah. So showering is also like this. Driving is like driving to somewhere where you know you're going. Driving yeah. to somewhere that is new, different concept because you're having to pay attention to where am I going. But if I'm yeah. just going back and forth to work or whatever, I've done it a thousand times it's now a non-cognitive task, which is why many people have shower thoughts, yeah. right? You have yeah. shower thoughts, you have driving thoughts where you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you're like, Bing! oh, that thing that I have been thinking about that I've been working yeah. through. I just had the, you know, the I awareness of it out or remembered. Like, yeah. Now, how do I record this? So I don't forget it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but but the, yeah. the reason I have post-its in my car at all times. Yep. 
And the reason that I have my, um, what's it called? A recording device on my phone, right? So I can yep. say, hey, holy cow, I just thought about this. Blah, I blah, just blah. figured this out. Yeah. Then the ADHD comes in and goes, you need to make sure that you check that because you'll record it and then you'll forget that you recorded it. <laughs> yeah, it's get sucked, get sucked into the void. Yeah, right. Totally. It'll, it'll go into like, oh, look at how many little things that you have recorded there. But anyway, so yeah, so... <laughs> With all of this, that was with coloring, what sparked me was my instructional de- design brain, like how yeah. to turn this into something that could take this action of, of coloring that creates all of this space to be present. How can I shift it so that even if you're not actively doing it. And this was where they, they like, there are many coloring books out there that call themselves mindfulness coloring books. Yeah. But they don't have anything other than a pretty picture to color, right? Yeah. They, there's no conceptualization. There's no mindfulness prompt. The no mind, intention. Yeah. The <laughs> onus on the person is to be mindful while they're doing it, right? Yeah. They have to take on. So I wanted to counter that and create a book that had mindfulness prompts and then in the illustration had some sort of word or um, quote or sentence that would encapsulate that so even if they didn't read or do the activity while the and by the activity I'm not saying it was like a deep you have to spend 45 no, minutes I, I was, did that book it was awesome <laughs> yeah, they're just like little prompts of like hey while you color think about this and whether you think about it or not, you're still getting it from the from the word in the thing. But hopefully, you know, you've you've at least read enough to where you're getting the shift into intentional mindfulness and an, yeah. an intentional activity. Um, and then for me, I couldn't not have the all right, now that you've thought about this, what is one thing you want to do moving forward? Yeah. So that you know, you take, you take this out of the activity into your actual life. And I think that's where, for me, a lot of the coloring books are lacking is yeah. how do we apply it? What do we do with it now that we've colored, right? Cause coloring is fun, but you know, using this as a way to start shifting our brains is also my <laughs> ulterior motive. So because I'm, I loved that book and I remember doing it. Can people still buy that one from the coloring project? It is still available. It's on Amazon and it is still on, I believe it's still on Etsy and um, it's on our website at the coloring project. And what's it called? It is called the power of positive coloring. There we go. Power of positive coloring. We'll put it in the show notes as well, but just, I I remember that book very well and how much I enjoyed it because it was the first one I'd seen like that. Like all the other, I mean, to be honest, I mean, anybody can buy a book of pretty pictures and color it. I mean, and that's been useful, but like, I feel like I, I feel like those beautiful books of pictures that I bought when I pick them up, I pick them up with a different intention because of what I learned from you. Ah, yeah. Like I pick them up when I want to, like when I go on vacation, I always take coloring materials with me. And like, so that's on the plane, like those times when I need to fill space and I want to do something, but my brain is tired. It's yes. a lovely kind of balm for that. So I, I bring it every that. time I travel, but like, I don't think, I don't think I ever would have bought those. I mean, I think the books are pretty, but like, I would never have just thought, oh, I understand why I bought this. 
Because to me, I'm like, cool, what am I going to do with this? Like, it's I've, I'm always asking, like, what's the purpose around this? And for mm-hmm. me, it was like, oh, this is actually like, you know, this is, this is flow for my brain anytime I want it. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, like for me, I, I sew clothing mm-hmm. and like, that's my, that's my instant flow state all the time. Doesn't matter. I can just go there and that is it. I am not thinking about anything. I always have to set a timer when mm-hmm. I sew you because otherwise I will just yep. keep go like real Rob will come in and be like, I'll be like, why do my shoulders hurt? Like, well, you've been in here for four and a half hours. Like, you know. <laughs> Oh, right. Getting up. That would be good. You know, but like, so I understand that flow state, but like for me, because of what I learned from you and because of what you taught me about coloring, I'm now that I'm listening to you, I'm realizing how many ways I've incorporated this very fundamental tool into my life, you know, and that like, I've taught so many people about that by saying, they're like, why do you have coloring stuff with you? And then I'll like, tell them what I'm doing and all this stuff around it. And (laughs) Like you've done so many cool things with that, but like, I love that that book is still out there. Cause I feel like your book after learning. So like people, if you're listening to this podcast, please just go buy that one book and try it out. Because I feel like when you understand the why behind something, you're a lot more willing to kind of hack away at it and see if it works for you. Well, and you what know? I heard, what I heard you share at the beginning of that was that for you, it's not just art for art's sake. And yeah. I think a lot of people don't art for art's sake, right? Yeah. They, like the, the, the logical need to understand the purpose behind it drives a lot of, of our choices about whether or not we're going to invest time in an activity. Yeah. Right. Especially as adults. I mean, adult, adult learning theory absolutely dictates that adults want to know why they're doing something and how it's going to be meaningfully, meaningfully applicable to their life once they learn it. Right. And so what you just shared was by knowing the why behind it, it made you more apt, more likely to use the thing. And so with that, I love, I mean, I love that you take it with you, that it becomes something with, um, that that goes on travel with you. I I love coloring on the plane. It's one yeah. of my favorite things to do. I can do it and I put I put a movie on that I can just listen to and I just kind of zone out. It's great. So I have a really cool story now that you're talking about this. So we'll, we'll okay, so just putting a pin and we will come back to the coloring project, yeah. but I have to tell you this cool story because I just remembered. I'm like, "Oh my god, where is that guy?" Um I was on a plane coloring mm-hmm. and there was this young man sitting next to me and we i it was a long flight so i, I think i probably went through like four or five i was doing postcards and so i just mm-hmm. went through postcard after postcard after postcard you know because my brain was just tired and i knew that i could do that and enjoy it mm-hmm. and he was like he's like what you know he kind of said why are you doing that or what are you doing and i just kind of explained some of it and he's like oh and he's like He's like, you know, I used to draw and I was like, oh, like, what did you like to draw? And he like pulled up his phone and showed me like the most amazing pencil drawing. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Like I, I would so be doing that if I, if, if I knew how, like I know how to do other totally amazing things, but that's yeah. not my jam. So like I color cause that's mm-hmm. what I, that's what I've got. That's what I have that's, access that's, to, right? That version of, of drawing is my thing. Mm-hmm. And he and I sat there and talked for like an hour and a half after that about how he wanted to get back into art. Mm. And 
like six months later after that, he sent me basically like his website that he had put up of his drawings. Oh, that's phenomenal. And it was like, what just happened? That was like so cool. Like, all I did was sit there and color. And so he's got a whole like Etsy site, like literally like that plane flight and, and those cards mm-hmm. change somebody, you know? And like, so that's why I just remind people, like, just try it out. It's amazing things happen. Okay. But how did you get from the <laughs> coloring like, I project? Have, I have a lot of plane stories where like, I'll be coloring and the person next to me is like, Oh, that's, I was like, do you want to play with me? And yeah. I sh- I'll share them. And then yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll like, there's another layer to this and put, we'll put, yeah. this is going to be the, the put a pin in it episode. Yeah. Yes, totally. <laughs> totally. We'll get back to that. But one of the other things around coloring in a group, um, and it, it, it goes back to why team building activities are a thing and why they're created is what that does is when you're doing this non-cognitive task, when you're doing a different task, what it does yeah. is it lowers our affective filters. It lowers our sense of like who we are in our performance and trying to interact and speak with somebody else. And it creates this really safe space because you're doing a thing and you can just chit chat while you're doing a thing. And so here I'll, I'll be on a plane, the, my, you know, the, I'm thinking of this one lady whose name I can't remember because yeah. It happened and, and, and these things happen, but she was sitting across from me. We had, we had a, um, a seat open in the middle. Yay. Thank you. Plain gods. Um, and then she noticed that I was coloring. So I was like, Hey, do you want to color? So I put the pens in between us and she grabbed a little mermaid coloring page and we chatted yeah. the whole time. And we ended up chatting about some really deep things like that. She brought up that she was willing to share that I guarantee you we would never have talked about had we if not we been coloring because just yeah. talking to people about the things that are maybe a little prickly inside is really hard when you're just talking one-on-one, but when you're doing a thing, you, yeah. you know, like, this is why I've loved, I used to have coloring, um, coloring nights here in Seattle. We would do yeah, and we would get, I remember. You know, 20 people that would randomly show up and they were, they would end up talking about all sorts of things. And I'm just like, Whoa, okay. As long as we don't get into politics, right. <laughs> I would rein that back. But like people would talk about depression. They would talk about like some really challenging things in their life, but in this really safe space that was created because we were there to do a thing and not, we weren't there to talk about those things, but that was what showed up. So anyway, back to what you unstick. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. Yes. But, but I think you know, that's one of the, I love the idea though. Cause when you were talking about that, that makes me think of like, I remember someone telling me when I was young, if I ever needed to have a difficult conversation with someone, I should take them for a walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a non-cognitive and I have like, Oh, that's a non-cognitive activity, especially exactly if it's like walking is. around the block kind of thing. Yep. Like, Oh, that's amazing. And how much one of my favorite things to do with my older son is to go for a walk. Because the conversations we have are different on a walk. Yep. And I didn't understand why until now. Yep. Thank you for that. You That's are. so cool. And it helps me understand, like, why is that so important to me? Why do I want that thing? Why is that different? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Now, pulling the pin back. Um, I feel like I'm, you know, one of those pins that you, like, push in and pull out. And you push in and pull out. Like, okay, <laughs> we're pulling it back out. And, um, and now we're struggling. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. So 
coloring project to coloring Broadway. How did that evolution happen and why? Because I so adore that you've landed in like this musical theater world, which I feel like if you ever could have found people who were more open to coloring, no, you know. (laughs) Right. I mean, definitely open to coloring. Um, There's, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. So um, power of positive coloring, the whole idea between mindfulness and, and coloring. And then I believe Hamilton had just watched and I have been a musical theater person my whole life. Um, my yeah, mom yeah. was a ballet dancer. I was raised dancing and going to the theater a lot, a lot. And yeah. I'm also, I do not miss the fact that that was a super privilege that I had in my yeah. life to be exposed cool. to stories and art in this way that, that influenced who I was and how I developed as a human. Yeah. Um, but with the launch of Hamilton, and if you've heard it at all, it is lyrically dense. And not yes. only is it lyrically dense, but it has lyrics that are brilliant that really like poke at some existential human questions. Oh yeah, Alexander, yeah. they a- they ask, "Why do you write like you're running out of time?" And Alexander says, "I'm not throwing away my shot." Um, Aaron Burr says, I am inimitable. I am an original. I am the one thing in my life that I can control, right? Like it is filled with all of these (laughs) self-awareness, self-discovery messages. And so my, um, my illustrator at the time, because I don't, um, I don't draw, I I color, I don't draw, but I do, I do now do like art direction and I, I, yeah. I, I had now to get you know what you want it to look like. I don't art, and now yeah. I do. Like, here's my my really really rough outline of what I want it to look like. Um, yeah. But my my illustrator at the time, she also liked musical theater. She wasn't like a super nerd like I like I am, but she yeah. liked musical theater. And she uh, and I said, "Hey, why don't we create a couple of Hamilton illustrations?" And we did that and we launched them on Etsy and we put up a picture, we shared them on Instagram, we tagged Hamilton and, and all of a sudden we got like 50 sales in one weekend. We were like, what the hey happened? Holy cow. We found something. (laughs) We we found something and Hamilton had shared our, (gasps) our, um, our illustrations on their, on their page. And this was back in 2016, right? This was like right. way, way long ago. Um, and so with that, we're like, well, I, I guess there is a, an area for this. And for me, I absolutely, my my big ADHD synthesis brain goes, hey, yeah. it, it's a story, right? We learn from stories. Hamilton yes. and all of the other musicals tell a story and they are things that people resonate with ongoingly. People yes. listen to sing they the lyrics. Stop. They yes. don't stop. They get I can tattoos. still sing the lyrics to Oklahoma. You know, they get just- tattoos <laughs> with with things on them. You know, it's just like it's it's, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> there are theater nerds, and so my my brain goes great. How do I start sharing self awareness, self discovery? opportunities using the language that they're already speaking. So how do we talk about a rich lane to land in? Wow. Find the, the, the mindfulness in musical theater and really like the bigger place of where this is ultimately going is finding yourself in fandom. 
right? Because yeah. whether it's musical yeah. theater, whether it's Game of Thrones, whether it's Ted Lasso, whatever it is that you watch or consume from a um, from a pop culture or media standpoint, the music that you listen to, you listen to it for a reason and you're listening to words and lyrics telling you something. What are they telling you? What are you resonating with? Why are you resonating with wow. it? What would it be like to, you know, in Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton's not the best character. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. He's Good words. Own antagonist. Good words, maybe not best character. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, what do you learn about yourself through Aaron or through Aaron Burr or through Alexander Hamilton or Eliza or yeah. any of the other characters? Like, why do you find yourself attracted to them? So yeah. I what created, is it about them that draws you? Exactly. And so people don't necessarily get these questions asked. And so that was really the spirit in which Hamilton, not Hamilton, but coloring Broadway evolved was how do I use coloring as a mode, right? As, Mm -hmm. as as, As just one entrance into how does this actually resonate with you and what can you learn from it? Um, And then it grew and then it grew and then it grew some more. Um, And then we went to Broadway con, which is comic con for Broadway nerds, which is about like how much fun. I know it's, it's super fun. Um, And it's great to be around all of, all of these people. Talk about somewhere where you would never be too much. Yes. And, because (laughs) there's stuff there there's you know but there's actually you know what i mean like if there was a place you could start dropping the mask well on a super side note there is there is some research being done into like the amount of people who are in the theater who are neurodivergent what no way (laughs) so there's a yeah like you know like what's that link between creative creativity and people who choose to go into the creative arts and being neurodivergent so that's yeah it's a thing um so yeah so that's really where we've where we've we've kept going with coloring broadway and i say we because i have a very small and dedicated and wonderfully volunteer-ish but you know it's it's a small business so yeah i have a small team i have an assistant um and i still have my illustrator we now have um, a social so media how many, Okay. But like also, okay. But so now yeah. for all the drama geeks who, who listen to my podcast, who are like, wait, where do I find this? Tell me where we find it. Um, you find it on coloringbroadway.com. It's, I, I made it as easy to find as possible. So coloringbroadway.com will get you to our website, which our shop is there. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok, and YouTube shorts and Facebook all at um, coloring Broadway. So at coloring Broadway. So I did yeah. that. Twitter is its own thing and I don't really tweet. So don't really go find me there. Yeah, we won't go find you there. Much. We're good. We're good. But Pinterest, uh, not Pinterest, uh, Instagram is kind of where everything happens and then everything else gets shared out from there. Um, I assume you have your, your like all your links in Instagram so people can find your stuff. Okay. Yep. All the links like, are there. I just, and... I'm so in love with what you do. And like, I've, I've sent several people I know who are drama nerds, your coloring stuff for Christmas presents. Oh, 
So, but like remembering, like, I mean, you have this beautiful, huge intention behind this of making this into a tool that's much bigger than what it is. And I'm reminding people, if you like these shows at all, you're going to want to buy them and keep them. Like, this isn't something that's just like, oh, we're this very thoughtful thing. It's very thoughtful, but they're fucking cool. Just- and, they're, and they're super <laughs> cute, right? Like, there are, there are things, honestly, like, I, I look at, we're in the middle of creating a couple of new collections for Broadway con this year. And I know that I spend more time than I think other people do in creating them. Oh, it shows. It so use, shows. I use reference. I, you know, I look at the, the, at the fan merch that is out there and I am really intentional with not only the lyrics that I choose, but also with the, um, uh, with the imagery that I want, because I want to give people a good coloring experience. I want it to be something that when they've colored it, they want to put it up on their wall or on their desk or on their refrigerator, that it, that it is something that they, that they are proud of and that looks cool. So it's not just, you know, a random, a random design that has a word in it and, you know, some, some really I mean, not to sound, not to sound horrible, but it's like some just cheap and easy ways of making it. Like oh, I've seen you- lots of cheap and easy things and they're not pretty. Yeah. Your stuff is beautiful. Your illustrator, who's your illustrator? So right now her name is Myra. Lenote, Myra, Myra is, is incredibly gifted just, and wonderful. Yeah. And I don't know that she, she hears that from us enough. We say it every time she finishes. Oh, her stuff is so beautiful. Oh, so gorgeous. It's just um, beautiful. And she's um, so, so patient the, with us. <laughs> yes. So one of the things I was going to ask you, because I haven't been to your website recently enough to know if you sell this, do you have, so my favorite thing to do with coloring, mm-hmm. just as like, because you've made me into a bit of a coloring geek is postcards. Mm-hmm. Do you have postcards? Um, in fact, we have postcard. We have sets. So what I did was the other realization I had, having started into this coloring thing, is I bought a bunch of coloring books. Have I yeah. done more than two or three designs in each coloring book? No. So what I didn't do is I didn't create Coloring Broadway as a proper coloring book. I created it in collections. So each musical that we do has a collection of four illustrations. And in that, you can buy them as pages. So a set of four pages or a set of four postcards. And we also have them as note cards. So you can color them and then write a note and then send it to somebody. Um, All of them are printed on a hundred pound cardstock. So they're thick. They can take, please, please use markers. Please try Sharpies. They're amazing. And they're super fun to color with. And so, um, yeah, so each collection is available in, in postcards, pages, and, uh, and so yeah, because like, that's always my thing. That's the, that's what I take on the plane are postcards because Mm -hmm. like, they're not, because as you've said, like I've tried taking those books on the plane and they're just unwieldy, like trying to, I'm always tearing pages out of them. And then I feel Mm -hmm. guilty because I have that, like, don't destroy or write in your books thing, you (laughs) know? (laughs) Yes. Yes. There's that. So when is Broadway con? Broadway con this year is the 21st through the 23rd of July. So it's coming Oops, up. It's super coming quick. up. I'm Fun. also working on my first actual proper book for, mm-hmm. for coloring Broadway because we have partnered with, I met this amazing woman named Susan Lee, who yeah. is 
in the Broadway infrastructure, but she is also the head of Camp Broadway. And she, so Coloring Broadway and Camp Broadway are about to announce our official partnership where Coloring Broadway's materials, so not just the illustration, but the mindfulness activities are being incorporated into camps, into the camp curriculum as well as our first um, coloring book will be the Camp Broadway edition. So it's it's future Broadway star, theater nerd, sort of, you know, theater kid focused. So it'll have 16 illustrations and, um, you know, and and activities to go with each of them. Please tell me that that's going to be for sale beyond Camp Broadway. Oh, it will be on Amazon ASAP. So as soon as we, as soon as it launches, it will be available on Amazon and, and on our website. So, yep. Because I think that would be like the coolest thing ever to like buy as a gift for the drama teacher in your life. Go mm-hmm. buy five or six of those and say, here, give these to your favorite students. Cause mm-hmm. I know knowing your stuff, it'll change their life. Yep. Just and the darn we'll, book. And we will <laughs> absolutely have discounts. So just sharing this out for teachers. If you want to license and use our stuff with classes, please contact me. I am happy to create. We've, we've actually been working with STG. They have yeah. a, program where they're working with neurodivergent kids and adults and they've licensed some of our um some of our uh because they do it by show so based on the show they'll license the illustrations and mindfulness activities for their use um with for that show their programs yeah Yeah. so how fun yeah so it's absolutely great and i i just want to enable teachers and students with this like just layer up Right. I'm not trying to like, you don't have to do all the deep work all the time, but I'm like, Hey, you're already talking this language. Let's, let's think about, you know, well, and especially as you're, you know, when you're working in a theater production, you know, you're exploring the ideas of the show. So like some of that's just, as you said, it's going to come up naturally Mm -hmm. having a couple of, Hey, how might this bleed into the rest of your life on top of it? Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Like, right? oh my God, I love that idea. I'm I'm so going to buy one of these for my niece because she's like a, 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 the theater geek that has moved on to become an amazing graphic designer. But like, just, I think she would love it. So I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I mean, this is, it's just the, the world that, that I'm, I'm living in and how to, how to bring that, how to bring that awareness to the world or to the the language that everybody's already speaking in this in this group and my next i i have a hamilton book just like that ready almost like ready to go that'll be the next project after that i assume this will be available for christmas because it's summer yeah that's that's yes hamilton book coming for christmas yep and then the other part is i'm also working on a ted lasso one oh how fun Cause it's the same thing. Everybody is talking Ted Lasso. They have been so affected and influenced and also Ted and the musical theater, right? If you've watched yes. it, you know that it's all related to the wizard of Oz, that it's all oh, how like, funny. Right? I had no idea. Oh yeah. It is. If <laughs> I can't stand Ted Lasso. I'm sorry. I think I'm the only person who doesn't like it. Okay. I, I tried okay. watching it and I'm like, gouge my eyes out, please. But no, like, I get a lot, I get it resonates. You know, it's one yep. of those things like everybody has something different and I love that it does, but how 
fun. Well, I just think, wow, what a great business opportunity for you. <laughs> Cause I know I how mean, many people do love that show. Just yeah, like yes, a, yeah. business opportunity, but it's, it's a good market. They're very intentional with the, the concepts of how they take, um, they, they take, um, interactions that you would normally see in a lot of shows yeah. that would go down the drama route of people responding to them from victim, from, from a, a dramatic, unhealthy way. And they yeah. take these situations and they show you what it would be like if people responded from a more healthy place. Right. And I just absolutely love that about this show. Yeah. And it's ripe with musical references. Yes. So Yes. If, oh, for, the, awesome. for the people who are theater nerds and watch Ted Lasso, that'll be coming up. Yay! So. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. I'm absolutely so excited. Okay, so yes. I think I'm going to call it at that point. Thank you so much, Andrea. I love what you've done. You've made a huge impact in my life, and I know you've made a lot more impact out there than you realize. So, well, I have really enjoyed talking to you and hearing that a conversation that we had haphazardly six or seven years ago or eight years ago because eight, really long time ago we're coming up on a decade here yeah anyway um, yeah. we had a number of years ago is still having ripples for you and that just like that just kind of like shows me the power of stepping in and sharing what you love with people and you never yes. know how it affects people yes so thank you for exactly. sharing that back with me yes you're welcome you're Yay. welcome Thanks so much for listening to Good Life Stories. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website at goodlifestories.com for more show notes and additional episodes. Please subscribe and consider rating and reviewing the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to help others connect to us. Who do you know with a good life story? I would love to hear from you. Good Life Stories, creating connection. One story at a time.